Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Great to be with you. Thanks for joining me for another episode. So thrilled with how things are going uh, with the show right now, with everyone really apparently loving this Q&A format and just the captured content from the Epic Community event. And we're going to roll with that. We're just going to keep talking about the questions that you have with regards to health, well-being, and high performance. And very specifically this week, what we've done is extracted some questions about stress, nutrition, and eating smarter. So it's just a continuation of where we finished last week with talking about some intermittent fasting. We're going to dig deeper into how we can use nutrition to overcome stress and what are some specific philosophies and strategies that you can use to eat smarter this year. If you have any questions about nutrition, if you want more information, if I reference something in this podcast that is of interest to you that you want to learn more about, or maybe you want one of the workbooks that I reference in the session, do not be afraid to ping me through my website at Dr. Greg Wells or on social at Dr. Greg Wells. And we'll do our very, very best to get you the information that you need, the resources that you need to elevate your life this year. If this is of interest to you and you think that there's someone else that could benefit from hearing about this, if you could share the episode with them, we would be so deeply grateful. Of course, if you're listening to this and you can uh, want to just follow along with everything that we're doing, the best place is probably Instagram uh, at Dr. Greg Wells or LinkedIn forward slash Dr. Greg Wells. Uh, and that way you can keep up with other things like the newsletter and the images that we're going to be putting out in a ton of video as well this year. So thanks for your interest. Thanks for your excitement. Thanks for the interaction that we've had over the last few weeks. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe how uh, much people are asking questions, which is just absolutely fantastic. And uh, let's dig into it. Please enjoy this epic Q&A on stress, nutrition, and eating smarter. When we see things in our environment that's challenging is that that information goes in through your eyes, your ears, into your brain. And very specifically, it doesn't matter whether it's a saber-toothed tiger or a COVID-19 headline, it's the exact same physiological effect. That information then goes and gets dissected and absorbed by your amygdala, which decides whether or not it's a threat. Which is why even though it's a piece of paper, it can make you feel terrible. It's just a piece of paper. It can do absolutely nothing to you. But if you decide that it's challenging for you, it will cause a cascade of effects inside your body. Specifically, your amygdala then signals to your hypothalamus, which shoots information down through your spinal cord to activate your sympathetic nervous system, which then triggers the release of ad adrenaline from your pituitary gland that sits right on top of your kidneys. And that then gives you the increased strength, power, explosiveness that you need to run or fight. But in our world right now, you can't run away from the exam. You can't punch someone if they give you a performance review that doesn't meet your planned expectations, right? That's not going to be good. We have to cope with the fact that we have a biology that really helped us to survive in a physical, physically challenging world. But right now, we're coping with a mentally challenging world. Really interesting research that was published that shows that when we have high levels of cortisol, neurons in the brain stop making connections. And remember, it's how we, it's making connections between neurons, which is how we encode memories, which is why when you're super stressed, you can't find your keys. Your short-term memory doesn't exist because you actually save no information because all you're worried about is survival in that moment. So when it comes to keeping our brain healthy and coping with this very challenging world that we're in right now, I want you to consider leveraging the fact that at the connections between neurons inside your brain, 100 billion of them, 
thousands of connections, and it's at these connections where thinking takes place. And when you eat certain foods, specifically foods that are high in protein, we create neurotransmitters, which are the little chemicals that move back and forth between neurons inside your brain that help you to concentrate and to focus. So in this stressful world that we are in right now, this era of uncertainty, high protein foods at breakfast and lunch, or at the beginning of your shift, the middle of your shift, or three hours before a performance, is really important to make sure that you have the neurotransmitters that you need to concentrate and to focus. But I still want you to have energy, and we get energy from healthy carbohydrates, loads of different kinds. The only thing that I want you to think about is high fiber. We want slow digesting carbohydrates so that they don't spike your insulin levels. Because when we spike our insulin levels, it damages the hippocampus, the region I've circled here in red, that's responsible for learning and the creation of memories, also navigation. So you know that high processed food, high sugar diets typically damage this region of the brain. Also, you have lower cyclic AMP, the energy currency inside brain cells, lower BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor that stimulates the growth of new neurons inside your brain. So overall, high sugar, high processed food diets, we want to try to just like lower that, not eliminate it. I still have ice cream every once in a while. We just don't keep it in the house, for example, right? We're just trying to nudge ourselves in the right direction. If we want our brains to work really well, what we're looking for is healthy fats. And the reason why we want to leverage the power of healthy fats is that if you look at the surface of the brain, in between those blood vessels, the brain is white. And the reason why your brain is white is because it's made up of fat, very specifically omega-3 fatty acids. So if you're looking for foods that are awesome for your brain and your spinal cord and your nervous system, Omega-3 fatty acids are absolutely incredible. They're used to create myelin, which wraps around the branches of your neurons, just like bark in the branch of a tree, and protects them from damage. And so these are all foods, protein, carbs, fats, the healthy versions, that we can use as fuel, as structure for the brain. But a couple of years ago, I was talking to Dr. James, and he said something super profound that completely changed my attitude towards nutrition. He jumped on a call. He's like, I'm struggling with a couple things. What should I do? He's like, your nutrition is healing. I started to shift away from thinking of food as fuel, which I've done as an athlete my entire life, towards using food as healing. And I dug into the research on this, found this data here, which ironically enough, um, I published. So sometimes you don't even know what you know. And so this is a graph that we published a few, uh, about 10 years ago. And this shows the inflammatory process inside the human body. Simply put, is that when we encounter any sort of stress, physical or mental, what happens is that inside the cells of your body, it's basically like a lightning storm. It is exactly like this, metabolically, in your brain cells, in your muscle cells. And that causes some damage, which is exactly like a forest fire. It's exactly the same thing at the metabolic level. Then a whole bunch of molecules get released that trigger healing repair, regeneration, think lifting weights, your muscles get sore and broken down, molecules flow around your body, you grab protein, you rebuild your muscles, you get stronger. Same thing happens inside the brain. You're stressed, you sleep, neurons rebuild themselves, you're more resilient. This is a consistent pattern that occurs if we allow the regrowth to occur, which we call adaptation. This happens inside the body. You run, you get fitter, you lift weights, you get stronger, you read, you learn. This is a consistent pattern through all of human physiology. And I want you to move your way through this pattern as much as we can from stress, inflammation, oxidation, 
towards healing and repair. And so I'm hoping that we can all collectively this year approach nutrition as healing because stress causes metabolic damage in the brain and inside the body. And the way for us to heal, repair, recover, and regenerate is through essentially the rainbow of fruits and vegetables, which are packed full of polyphenols, flavonoids, incredible compounds that the body uses to speed our way through that process that I just described to you right there at a high level. The other incredible ones specifically that you can use are the fact that berries are amazing for the brain. There's an incredible spread of berries out there this morning. And we'll do that again tomorrow morning. Green tea catchetins and epicatchetins appear to be specifically beneficial when it comes to mental health. So these are antidepressive in a few studies, which is really cool. So in the afternoon, we're leveraging herbal tea every chance that we can because caffeine gets moved to the morning. Obviously, hydration is a massive factor. We're going all in on all sorts of different types of tea um, to find ones that actually taste good just to try to leverage this and to win the room back over after talking about all of that uh, metabolic stuff inside of studies. We can also leverage the fact that cocoa, polyphenols, and flavonoids are incredible for us. And specifically, the polyphenols and flavonoids that are in cocoa increase what's known as vascular reactivity, which is the expansion and contraction of blood vessels inside your body, specifically in your brain. So cocoa, polyphenols, and flavonoids increase the amount of blood flow that can get into your brain to deliver oxygen, nutrients, vitamins, minerals, and all of those other things. So practicing nutrition as healing is a core practice for you as well. In addition to sort of thinking about what's the last hour look like before sleep, the second absolute home run when it comes to ensuring that you are healthy and well and thriving in 2024 is to consider and practice nutrition as healing. The only thing that you need to think about is making sure that you are absorbing the rainbow of colors because those colors each have different polyphenols and flavonoids that radically improve our health and well-being. White, green, purple vegetables, for example, have anti-cancer properties. Yellow, orange, and red carotenoids help our cardiovascular system. So there's loads of different things that we can leverage there. Spices are antioxidant for the brain, which is fantastic. So on page 27, homework, not right now, I would ask you to consider on a perfect day, weekday, weekend, work day, what do you want to be eating? Let's draw the target and start shooting arrows towards that target rather than just randomly moving through our lives. Let's be deliberate. Let's be intentional because micro changes when it comes to nutrition make all of the difference in the world. This is what we have been doing with Adam a ton over the last few years. He learns differently and he, he really feels the world. And so we've been leaning into this massively with him just to make sure that he is as healthy as he can be inside of his brain. We use sleep for, for Ingrid and we're really using nutrition for Adam. And I think that all of us can be inspired by that as well. We're also helping him with stress just by getting him to just hit things really, really hard um, as well. So this is really um, a simple, simple, simple practice that we're talking about on this one. Just try to keep it really basic. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I really hope that was helpful. Obviously, it's a little bit of a different format, but super psyched to be able to share that information with you. I hope that it was helpful. If it was, 
please share this with your community. Please let someone else know about the show. Let someone else know about the episode, forward it to them. And that helps us tremendously. If you could also leave a review on your podcast platform of choice, whether that's iTunes or Spotify, that also makes a massive difference for us and really helps us out. And of course, if you can follow me on social at Dr. Greg Wells or on LinkedIn forward slash Dr. Greg Wells, that would be tremendously wonderful as well. Ping me with questions. Make sure that this is all about you and we will continue to build content for you this year that helps you to be healthy, to perform better and to get to a place where your well-being is exactly where you want it to be. All right, everyone. Thanks again. We'll see you in the next episode really, really soon.